Dear Cheap Astronomy, what exactly is the space economy? The space economy is defined by the OECD as the full range of activities that create value and benefits to human beings in the course of exploring, researching, understanding, managing and utilising space. As we previously discussed, Exploring, researching and understanding space are important activities, but if we are really going to move forward, we need to do more of the managing and utilising stuff. It's said that the space industry is now worth over $400 billion, which was the amount of revenue generated in 2020, although that includes revenue from government investment. So it's not a measure of profit, but it is money that pays salaries and builds infrastructure, so it is a good reflection of the industry's benefit to the world at large. Some of the revenue that does look like genuine profit comes from satellites, mostly broadcast TV satellites, but satellites providing internet services are a growing part of the picture. I mean, okay, this is a science podcast, We're just making the point that it's great to invest money in things and to employ people, but if you're not also doing something that makes money, then you don't really have a sustainable economy. Space economy enthusiasts talk about space for Earth and space for space activities, where space to Earth activities are things like broadcast TV and internet satellites, as well as weather and GPS satellites, while space-for-space activities are about finding new economic opportunities out there. For example, asteroid mining and also space tourism. In the case of space-for-Earth activities, most of the upfront investments made in the late 20th century is now paying off big time. But with space-for-space activities, we are still in the upfront investment phase. With any realisation of that investment, looking as far away as GPS satellites looked back when Sputnik 1 first orbited the Earth. Nonetheless, the gap between Sputnik and GPS satellites was less than 50 years. But while that sounds good, it's also been 50 years since anyone's been back to the moon. Apparently, footprints, flags and science experiments just aren't enough to inspire progress. Instead, it seems political rivalry and FOMO, the fear of missing out, are much better drivers of progress. So the moment someone said they were going back to the moon, then everyone else wanted to as well. Hopefully this time around, someone is going to build a base, because then everyone else will want to build a base. And after governments have broken the ice, then private enterprise might follow suit if there is a buck to be made. But to encourage private investments in space-for-space activities, we first need to establish a set of rules. The Outer Space Treaty, signed in 1967, was, and is great, in many ways, by banning the use of space for military purposes and blocking governments from claiming sovereignty over a celestial body like the Moon. But at the same time, blocking anyone from ownership of anything 
becomes a disincentive to exploring and prospecting, since if you do find something but can't stake a claim, then someone else can just move in and grab whatever you found. The more recent Artemis Accords have tried to modify some of the feel-good spaces for everyone stuff by stating that the extraction and utilisation of space resources should be conducted in a manner that complies with the Outer Space Treaty but does not inherently represent national appropriation. In other words, as long as you're not a government, you can stake a claim. The Artemis Accords haven't been signed by Russia or China, nor India, although apparently India is thinking about it. Critics of the Accord argue it's just an extension of American capitalism. But an alternate view is that a free market is never really a free market. You actually want governments to play a role by creating a set of rules and regulations that private interests can then operate in without any further interference from government. So, space could become an almost free market with just a bit of regulatory restraint and a general hope that most people will do the right thing. But while people may often do the right thing, you'll still need courts to rule on things that look a bit dodgy, and eventually you'll need space police to deal with things that are clearly dodgy. And then of course someone will need to sell coffee and donuts, and before you know it, you'll have yourself a space economy that really is in space. Here's hoping.